0: There it is. Yeah.
1: For f- sake, boys, Rick climbed inside the dishwasher.
0: <laughs> I was wondering why your dishwasher was open.
1: I left it open so I would remember to empty it before Alex got home.
0: it's different when there's a dog.
1: I know. that. Yeah, that's a reality I just have not really been prepared to deal with. <laughs> is it like, dude, I feel like, honestly, you would have good dog tip. Wait, we're recording. I'll say this yeah. later. Never mind. Uh, how many emails we got? Three. <laughs> all right.
0: Uh, I watched uh, watched Amanda's dog a few times.
1: Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say in the last year, I feel like you've probably picked up some training tricks that work well with dogs.
0: Yeah, man, You just gotta tire them out. <laughs> I mean, Eat them, tire them out. It's all the same.
1: Yeah. Now he's ringing his bell to go out and looking at me.
0: <laughs> All right, with that said, are we ready to get going? Yeah. Good
1: day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast. Couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tents. Starring the Ted. Star, the, uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Oh, all right. Welcome back
0: to another episode of uh, the podcast. we for no longer home episodes. Uh, I'll be the host of this here podcast. My name's Pete Smith, greatest podcast in all the land.
2: All the land.
0: Oh, thank you. Uh, down in the bottom square today, hydrating with the big water. He's got a can of
1: soda water. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Well, boys, as I mentioned offcast, uh, I watched a dog for the first time today. And, well, it's been a struggle. So uh, I'm good. We're here for it. And, uh, you know, a little worse for the wear.
0: <laughs> Look, the main thing is just keep it alive. All right. Uh, That's <laughs> serious. I've dated many girls with dogs but you make sure that doll goes back. Okay. All right, up there in the upper left, getting the studio set up. Matt Camer, the producer. MCCP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. All right. First of all, did you guys know we had won a war? A war that we lost a lot of battles in, boy.
1: No, I didn't. Well,
0: they they haven't called them tots. Now they're calling them fry tots or something. But they are no longer Mexi Fries at Taco Time.
1: Wow, wow dude! Okay, man, I feel like—is it crazy to say we played a part in that? Is that crazy? Uh, yeah. I mean, in the end, I hate to
0: give credit where credit's due. I think it was more of the branding of Mexi Fries. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I was gonna say PC culture. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I, just, I will say, I yeah, that, that, today, and then uh, Mike brought it up. But I was like, "What? Like, oh, we won this one. We've been arguing <laughs> with them for years.
1: They're tough." Chalk one up for the boys. That's you know, that's the thing. I feel like, uh, yeah, weren't we in like a Twitter spat with them at one point over that too? Um, yeah, we
0: were going yeah. back and forth with them.
1: I think uh, I'll say this from you know, in, in the in light of 2022, with 2022 glasses on, that's a pretty bad name for a product, but. In '95, like I always thought that was a genius move because they took tater tots, somehow rebranded them into everyone buying meals, and just people were just like, "Oh yeah, these are Mexi fries." Like that's just a real thing. They didn't invent this to get more money out of us or anything.
0: All right, so yeah. now they're calling them tater fries. I don't know why they're obsessed with the word fries. And Taco <laughs> Time, we love you. Like we love your tots. I'm just like, I don't know, man. They, they sure look like tots to me.
2: Yeah. uh, yeah. Fries are made of potatoes, which tater stands for fries or tater stands for potato. So fries are already tater fries. I mean, tater tots.
1: You could make that argument about a lot of different things. I I feel like from the from the food branding marketing side, since I've done a little bit of I totally I mean, I see it. I know we all know the game they're trying to play, but the fact of the matter is getting tater tots as a side to your meal sounds ghetto. That sounds cheap. That's like at a bar. You're like, oh, I guess I'll get the tots. They're like four bucks, right? But Mexi fries, that's something else. Uh, now, kind of in between name. I don't know if I like it, but if you couldn't talk, call them tater tots, like what, what would you guys go with?
0: Uh. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Small potato (laughs) rounds. I mean tater chunks. And you could be right, because maybe Orida owns the rights to tater tots, but I go to a lot of different restaurants. They have tots on there. I feel like tater tots were always like what you ate at school. And then the last 15 years they become like cool and hip. And they're they're everywhere.
1: Oh yeah, my my argument.
2: Good. Good. I'd spell it with a Z. I'd say
1: tots with a Z. (laughs) dude my my argument is not that somebody owns the the rights to the name tater tot i think someone probably does but i bet it's like ubiquitously used it's like an apple my argument is that tater tots sounds kind of cheap as a side and so you're like oh i'm getting like you know tacos and then they're giving me some random tater tots versus like fries are sort of a generally accepted side so i feel like they were trying to half step And throw like a fade move with the Mexi fries, like a hesitation, you know, where people are like, okay, like, I'll just, you know, accept this new reality. But now they're kind of caught with their hand in the cookie jar, so to speak.
0: But what's to me, like, if you have a potato product, whether it's fries, tots or whatever, what's the one word you add in front of it to make it seem fancier and better?
1: Um, well, I think the, uh, the palm for like Belgian, like palm frites. what you are talking about.
0: You're a shocker. Again, Cobb's overthinking it. Seasoned. You put seasoned on there. So now you're not getting a side of tots. You're getting a side of seasoned tots. Mexican seasoned tots. Taco time inspired seasoning.
1: Ted, look, you know, that that might work on the on the 40-year-old bachelor living on Capitol Hill. I don't know that the discerning, you know, 50-year-old suburban moms in Wallingford or Bellevue would feel the same way.
0: you're at a drive-thru let's not over I mean, come on
1: that's true that's true but starbucks has drive throughs now and they weirdly kind of made them classy i feel like
0: yeah i'm just saying i don't think if you're getting i don't know i don't think tater tot is a i don't know why they're stuck on the word fries they're not fries that's
1: what that's true in. they clearly are not right you call more of, a, any, more of a palm frites
0: any potato product you're right you're right palm frites would be fancy but that would be that's another level i'm just saying you have fries you have like tater tots and i'm like how about a seasoned fry you're like yeah i'm in
1: you're right that is kind of a half step i mean i feel like even you know red robin is like beloved for their seasoned basket of fries bottomless
2: yeah
0: yeah you gotta you gotta have something you gotta put an adjective near it
1: yeah i think that's true dude i honestly i feel like i don't even know what an adjective it is a seasoned an adjective what is an adjective that's descriptor. something that modifies well, it's a the descriptor, word,
0: right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So what? there's adverbs. Seasoned fries is an adjective for a noun.
1: Yeah. So it modifies a noun, like yeah. a seasoned fry. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Wow. Ted, dude, where did that come from? Jesus. Right here. We're just talking about it. How do you make it fancier? Seasoned. It's like adjectives. That's how we make it fancier. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So it's funny. We all saw, I assume we have, Jesus, Bob, tell me you've seen what happened at the
1: Oscars. Dude, You're like freaking Kanye over there. Like, was your mom an English teacher? Adjectives. I, I haven't heard that word in 20 years. I was just balling. Honestly, I'm impressed. I was a baller drop. Like I kind of <laughs> took a shot at you being a bachelor and you're just like, well, boom, adjectives. Take that marketing degree. Um, wait, have I seen this? You have a dog crop crawling inside of an open uh
0: dishwasher like why do we ease up on the call a name (laughs) or call a shot
1: (laughs) dude yeah literally i don't know if it'll get cut from the cast but literally as we were opening this up so i'm watching my girlfriend's dog for the first time solo she flies back in tonight um uh, she's been gone for a week and we just had we had to get like a full-time dog sitter um so uh as I'm getting on the cast, I'm like, Hey guys, sorry. It's been a stressful day. I'm watching this dog. He's actually ringing the bell right now to go out. And then I was like, Oh, Oh S I like ran over and he's like in literally inside of my dishwasher. So like, it's not going well. It's a stressful day here at Casa de Cobb. I'll just say that. So you're right, Ted, if ever there was a day to not be casting stones it's today, you guys can take a lot of cheap shots at me, but I appreciate it. Um, so you're asking me about the, uh, uh, the awards, the Will Smith incident.
0: Okay, I'm just making sure. Sometimes I bring up stuff that's been all over everywhere, and you're like, I don't know, man. So here's the deal. Before we even get to that, though, I had written as my first t- topic this week was a bar fight. Because I saw somebody last weekend get punched at a bar, and I Ooh. was like, holy cow. Like, it's been years since I've seen somebody actually throw a punch in a bar. So then- Can you talk
1: about Jada Smith?
0: Right. Well, so then you piggyback that with what happened on Sunday night at the Oscars. It's just like, holy cow. Like, I get a bar fight, but like, I don't know. I just, I can't take Will Smith's side on this one. Like, you're just going to walk up stage and smack a dude for telling a joke?
1: Wait, wait, real quick. I'm, I'm, I got some thoughts on Will Smith too, but what, how do we glaze over this bar fight? Were you party to it?
0: What? I mean, I wasn't involved. I was just in the bar at last call and saw it.
1: And like two wow. dudes, was there any prelude or dude just, you know, sucker no, punched another guy?
0: They were kind of sitting near each other. And like uh, Sean was singing a song and I'm like, you know, it's last call I'm feeling no pain. I'm like pumping my arm. It's some stupid song. And then it was just like, Oh, what happened? Oh, well that dude just got punched. They were just like talking to the one. I don't know if they knew each other. It just seemed like the one guy was just like, all right, I'm tired of this and just punched. Wow. Him. Wow. Yeah.
1: Dang, that's, yeah, that's rowdy. What kind of, Ted, I always just wonder, like, I have, I feel like people at home probably feel the same way, but I just, I have so many questions about your life sometimes. And even when I interrogate you, I never, like, what, what are you doing at a bar where people are getting in fights? You know, it's just like, that's awesome. Um, If you must know,
0: we were over there as we were drinking banana gorillas.
1: (laughs) See, like, that's and just like, God, man, I just... That sounds awesome. I would love a banana gorilla. Oh, it's like it's- Ted's out at two a.m. drinking banana gorillas. Classic Ted Smith,
0: dude. Those <laughs> banana gorillas are so good. I don't. They're they're super strong. That's like the thing. Like you can only have one. But man, they 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 get you going.
1: Um. Wait. So you said uh, you can't take Will Smith's side. What are what are your thoughts on the whole incident? I I, mean, I just think
0: it's I think it's outrageous. Like you're at an event. You obviously know Chris Rock. You could go up to him afterwards if it's that big of a deal. But I honestly, I feel like this came out of like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith have been putting all their business in the streets for two years, telling everybody about their personal lives. And I think Will Smith is tired of it, which I don't blame him. But I, it just seemed like it came out at the wrong time. And then 10 minutes later, you have an acceptance speech for Best Actor talking about your vehicle of love. It's like, like it was just the most insanity thing I'd seen in a long time. Like you can't sit there and talk about love. Like you literally just smacked a dude ten minutes before that on, on worldwide TV, one of the biggest events in the world.
1: Yeah, I felt like first of all, I mean, okay, that is a professional comedian. They know how to rip somebody apart. Oh, did we lose Ted? Oh, oh, okay, I've got him back. Maybe, um, yeah. So that's a professional comedian. Like, uh, they know what the hell they're doing. And he. there were a million angles he could have taken uh, to get to Will Smith. I feel like he took the most benign, easiest joke, which is just like, you know, um, what was it about? Like, a, um, sorry, the dog's going freaking crazy. Um, <laughs> I,
0: I blinked out there for a while. I don't, I don't know if I missed you guys.
1: No, well, yeah, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah. So, you know, as far as like, it's not like that joke was a cheap shot. I mean, that was a pretty obvious low bar, you know, laughable joke, like, you know, easy, jo- a GI Jane joke, like no big deal For, given what they've been through this year. Like he could have destroyed, filleted Will Smith. No problem from all the stuff that's been in the media about their, their family or whatever. I felt like he took the high road and made a really light, easy joke. Cause they happen to be, you know, in the front row. And so It's just like, yeah, for Will Smith to have that kind of overreaction, I feel like there's a ton of insecurity about, didn't she like sleep with some rapper or something at some point? And that was like the the big issue. Ted, do you remember?
0: Yeah. And then they were like, and then the rapper was like one of her son's friends. And then they were on her podcast talking about it. Like, mean, I respect, like if you want to talk about that stuff, that's fine, but also like. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, the whole thing is just bizarre to me. It just, to me, it was just a terrible, terrible look. Like, and I, look, we've all been there. You said a joke or said something that's over the line. And you're like, I mean, sometimes it's even just your buddy pulls you aside and goes, hey, man, don't don't say that. Like, come on. And you go like, all right, all right. Like, you're right. That was over the line. But to just walk up and smack him and then give a speech about love. I mean, that's the part I can't get over is like then you're, what should have been a, cr- a crowning achievement in your career is just to be overshadowed by this.
1: Well, yeah, and the G.I. Jane joke. I mean, that's so obvious given that she has a, a shaved head. Like, that I felt like is like a very non-offensive joke, you know? He's like, when's G.I. Jane 2 coming out or something like that? Like something pretty, pretty like, low lowbrow. I don't know, man. That, that was a really bad look for Will Smith. And honestly, I feel like, what's the, ch- what's the boy's name? Jaden Smith. Okay. I feel like Jaden kind of started to turn me against the Smiths. um, Like sort of not being that talented, but being all about like the clout and showing up places and whatever. This is now some people feel like he's talented, but this was like a couple of years ago. And then uh, I don't know. And then the podcast and then like, you know, Will Smith just like acting like that. I don't know. The Smiths are starting to lose me boys. I know I'm like a really important fan for them and probably, you know, I don't know, mean a lot to them, but yeah, they're starting to lose me. I'll say it. I mean,
0: I'm with you like Mr.
1: Positivity
0: and then also like I agree with a lot of people like is it cuz it's Chris Rock? Like, I don't know, would you have said that to the rock himself? Would you have said it to somebody else like and I get it like we all know now she has uh whatever the disease is, where you lose your hair. But like Alopecia. Right. Like Oh,
1: I actually didn't know that. I just thought she shaved her head.
0: No, no, no. So that, so that's part of the reason he's saying he was so uh, pissed off. And I'm like, okay, but again, feels like something you could say to him backstage.
2: Yeah, he was a coiled spring for sure. Matt? Um, I liked Will Smith's apology. Uh, you know, I don't know. Just, no, I mean, I knew it was coming. That was just a little bit of a joke. Um <laughs> and but he he did i did like what he said in it about like yeah i'm he realizes he's in the public eye jokes are going to be made right and to me that's the thing it's like you can't get up there on stage and smack a guy for making a joke when you're in the front rows of the most televised event of the night like by showing up there i mean I've been to just like concerts at the high dive where there's signs because a band's filming a music video and it's like hey you may be in a recording and you'll be on a music video or whatever like this is the Oscars you know where you're at you're in the public's eye you know yeah I mean and my favorite part of the whole thing is when Chris Rock was like I could have (laughs) <laughs> like he stopped himself from being like, I could have gone a bunch of directions there, lady. <laughs> like, calm down.
0: I'm with you. Like when he says that, he like hesitates. It's like, I, and then he stops. I'm like, right? He could have. He could have gone scorched earth and just started giving him the business, <laughs> but he didn't. That? And he and he kept it professional. So like, all hats off to him. But yeah, I I, I don't know, man. It, uh, it was just insanity.
2: Well, that so what I mean- got me. Oh my god. Will Smith laughed initially. That initial yeah. shot, he's laughing and Jada's not having it. <laughs> the next thing you know, he's on stage smacking Chris Rock. But the initial reaction from Will Smith was like, yeah, that's funny. Like, and we all saw it. The cameras were all- there.
1: What got me, honestly, was the way he like swaggered off stage. Like that was like a cool thing to do. That, it wasn't the slap. It was like afterwards, like thinking in any universe that that's appropriate to smack another man, especially on national TV, especially the host of that show.
0: Yeah, It also just seems weird, too, is like you're up for an award. So, like, not only are you like you're kind of representing the Williams family as well, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not like uh, like Richard Williams hasn't had issues before with some people and stuff. Some people didn't like him, And then you're winning an award for portraying the man. And here's an act of violence on a a global stage, like just all around. It's like, dude, just that, that is bad news.
1: Yeah. Also I'll say it like, if you're willing to do it in that public of a sphere, like tell me that that guy hasn't had some domestic violence issues in his life.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Not my, not my place to speak on it, but I'm with you. See, I, I mean, I look at the end of the day, I think it's this, I think he, I, I, the whole thing's weird. I think a lot of it has to do with all the stuff that they've talked about publicly, which, again, if you're brave enough to do it, cool, but the internet's not going to forgive. They're going to keep making jokes. So it seemed like he was just all fired up. And then it is odd that he's laughing about it and then looks at her and then it's like, oh, I got to go smack this dude.
1: And also, 25 years on, the internet remains undefeated.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, here's the other thing. Like, I, the other thing is, like, it's comedy. Like, You go to a lot of comedy clubs, like there's, I was talking about this today, like there's security guards, but they're usually watching the doors. There's not a lot of security between the stage, the comedian and the crowd. Like I hope people, like if some dude starts doing crowd work and cracks a joke on a guy or a girl, like, or people think it's okay to just go smack a comedian. It's like that. No, it's not.
1: Yeah. Physical violence. Never the answer, especially in that situation, especially well, as a professional man. I mean, it just... You know, I I wouldn't hate. I'm against cancel culture. I I've I've seen enough of the Smiths in my life. I'm good. I don't need Independence Day 4. okay. I don't need it. I'll just say that right now.
0: <laughs> well, listen. I think we go through this enough. There's a. I mean, there's a like right like if people don't like him as much again, that that is not cancel culture. I don't care for that term. Period. Because I think it's way overused and people just throw it around. But it's like. Right, if you lose fans because you're smacking another dude, like, okay, that's not cancel culture. That's just people seeing you what you did,
1: you know? Is this because you got canceled for the trash compactor thing?
0: <laughs> right, I've said a <laughs> thousand times. Like, right, like like Aaron Rodgers. Good call. Cancel culture. Joe Rogan. Oh, good call. Like, as you count hundreds of millions of dollars, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. you could say, hey, I'm not a big fan of the Smiths. It doesn't, it doesn't anything to do with, quote, unquote, cancel culture.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait, actually, I, I'm I'm curious now. I, I don't think I quite understand um, the distinction. You're saying you're saying you don't agree with the term cancel culture or with um, people doing it or what? We don't have to talk about it if you don't want. It. I don't who's care about. I mean,
0: who's getting canceled? I hear a lot of people bitching about it. Who who is getting canceled?
1: Oh, I see. You're saying like um like uh people will say like oh this guy got canceled and they're and then they're like laughing all the way to the bank, basically like they're still doing fine. Is that what you mean? That and I
0: don't like a lot of times. There's just criticism against what somebody says or does, and it's like, oh, it's the cancel culture mob and this and that. Like we talked about Aaron Rodgers, like there's no cancel culture mob. You lied, and then you got all defensive about it. Like it's okay. Like I don't care. Again, his decision. He did not have to be vaccinated, but I, you know what I mean. Or like with mm-hmm. Rogan, it's like you have the biggest podcast in the country. You get paid hundreds of millions. It's like oh, the cancel mobs coming for me. It's like also like. Okay. Like there's a bunch of people on Twitter that don't matter at all. It's like, so if you're trending for a day, doesn't mean you're getting canceled, but like, it's not just you. Like a lot of people throw that term around. I'm like, okay, can we like, okay, if we're going to keep saying it. Like where, where are these prime examples of people that have lost everything?
1: Dude. You know, it's funny. Cause I actually agree with you. I'm in your camp, but since you ended it with, where are these prime examples? You served me up a, a slow pitch down the middle and I cannot help, but swing, which is, do you remember, the guy who he was a uh like alt-right wing guy. He was everywhere, like every news media outlet. He was getting interviewed. He did a speech at UW. He's done like he was like the the keynote speaker for all of those events. And now he is on QVC selling knives. And that's oh no, no, what's the Christian QVC? He's on like the Christian version of Home Shopping Network and uh Milo Wyanopoulos. You guys remember that guy? Yeah. That is my only example that I can give. And I actually am in your camp, Ted, but that guy was like legit cut off of every social media platform and any sort of stage.
0: Yeah. Because he's a white supremacist.
1: Canceled white supremacist. This oh, okay. is my only oh. point. Right,
0: again, <laughs> I have no issue canceling white supremacists or Nazis. Sorry. Right. Right. That's not canceled. I mean, that's just, you don't get to do that stuff. So I'm just saying there's a lot of people that are always like, Oh, cancel culture coming for this cancel culture coming for that. Like, right but it doesn't really happen like who was the one back in the day paula dean like right just go away go away for six months and come back like it's america nobody's gonna care but when when i hear people that are making millions upon millions like the cancer the woke mob's coming for me it's like shut the fuck
1: up (laughs) and by the way paula dean is doing fine she have you ever heard of paula dean's like lumberjack challenge or whatever Milo, like that.
0: Milo didn't know what he was. He was catering to a group of people he thought would like him, right? And then didn't? hasn't he now, like, he's like, oh, I'm not really gay. That was just a phase. Like, yeah, like, that guy's gone. Did he? Don't care.
1: Wow. Yeah, I don't know. He's definitely gone, though. And it's my only example. But yeah, Paula Dean has, like, a lumberjack, like, show that they put on or something in, like, Paula Dean. Like, it's like the equivalent, like, Paula Dean's world. Like, she's doing great. I haven't seen or heard a lot about her, but she's doing fine.
0: Right. So, I mean, don't worry. You don't have to worry about the culture. If you if you're on this podcast talking about white supremacy stuff, like Matt and I'll just get rid of you.
2: <laughs> Done. <laughs> Bill Mickelson's currently canceled for what? All his sponsors dropped him for saying some stuff about the uh, Saudi Arabian regime that's trying to uh, do some sports washing in the golf world with the uh, tour. Um, What's and- sports washing? Well, it's where Again, the... he lost his sponsors
0: because he said something they didn't agree with. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not like here's the problem is that actual people in actual jobs, you screw up, you're going to lose your job. I guess that's my m- massive issue with the well, it's not, I don't, you know, it's not canceled. It's like they, that's not a real f- thing that's happening. I don't know why we keep using that term. Like, I, I'm not going to feel bad for Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson didn't have to work another day in his life and he could still play on tour. He could still make money. He chose to take a stance and his sponsors disagreed with him.
2: That's a good point. Yeah. Rumor has it. He's on a silent suspension from the tour for who knows how long we'll see how it plays it. Like that one's in progress. He could get his sponsors back. Once this whole thing cools down a bit, you know, tiger comes back at Augusta. Hey. Okay. Yeah. We'll get you back in there, Phil. Now that the cy- news cycle's moved a little bit, so that's why I don't want to say anything too definitive in the at the moment.
0: Right. Well, Phil Mickelson. And look, I don't agree with what the tour is doing with him, but right, right. He he spoke out against the tour, and the tour was like, <laughs> "All right." I mean, yeah. that's, again, that's that's why you know right. when you only have one option, it's not great.
2: He he was trying. <laughs> to, yeah, he's trying to leverage <laughs> the tour. He was and he was saying some stuff they thought was off the record. Um, but yeah, he was also talking smack about his employers.
0: <laughs> well, look, I mean, look at what happened with the Washington commanders, right now, John Gruden, right. There's a whole court case involving the commanders. Some of the is that teams, AFL, the commanders. No, it's a football team.
1: Yeah. AFL is not football. It's not that other league no. or whatever.
2: No, it's, it's,
0: no, it's the name of an NFL team. <laughs>
2: The the newest name of an NFL team in Washington, Washington DC. Yeah.
0: Washington football team, they're the commander sound.
2: Oh, all right. Wow. Wait, teams. I thought they were just the
1: Washington or whatever. Okay. All right.
0: So my point is, is there's a lot of bad stuff in that court case, but we only found out about Gruden because he was now granted, Gruden, I'm not excusing anything he said, but he was also talking trash on the commissioner. So the NFL leaked those memos and then Gruden <laughs> lost his job, right? <laughs> But you got to wonder, like, what else is in there? But there's a lot of other stuff. But that's only, So there's only one NFL, so John Gruen's kind of in a bind. I think Phil Mickelson's in the same way. There's only one PGA. There's other tours across the world. But he talked against, you know, the big dog, and the big dog was like, well, but yeah. I, I mean, look, I prefer there's more competitive leagues. That's what's nice about soccer. There's a ton of competitive leagues all across the world. And You know what I mean? Like, if you talk trash in a Prem League and they kick you out, like, all right, I'll go play in Serie or – La Liga, or you know what I mean? Like, take take your choice.
1: Yeah, having way. a refined skill set with only one employer is tough. Like uh, the UFC. Um, well, yeah. I, I I feel like I was I was brought here. I was put on this this earth to do this podcast for one reason. That's to cause controversy. So I'll say it. Putin is canceled. <laughs> His whole economy is canceled. <laughs> Dude.
2: Those oligarchs are going to cancel him hard.
1: Dude, did you hear Roman Abra- Abramovich got poisoned? Yeah. That's like that. You...
2: Dude,
1: the photos of that other guy who was like supposed to be the leader of Russia or whatever, who got poisoned are horrific. I I don't know that guy's name, but we don't have to talk about it. I just, that's, yeah,
2: it's wild.
0: The bottom line is this. You can't just go around smacking people.
2: Right. And me and Ted are in charge of canceling people and we cancel Putin.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that one. I, mean, I don't think he's ever got really on that. in on this podcast.
1: <laughs> Boon lessons, man.
0: Uh, all right, let's take a break here. We'll come back and uh, do some emails. What's Matt in the cop topic? All right, welcome back. Thank to our thank you to our sponsors as always. Uh, without them, we couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah man these these laptops and microphones really <laughs> they're expensive um I'm not
0: sitting in a chair i'm st- sitting on a throne of cash
1: <laughs> oh man all right um okay of course now the uh laptop decides to go crazy all right girls 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 greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land All
2: the land.
1: land. Here's some humble thoughts from a like-minded man and consummate observer. Uh, It's not the sex tapes, but it's definitely tied to that pendulum swing. Girls will always want what they can't get, so there will always be a swing uh, to what they like. Men, well, we are just simple creatures, as proven by the Ted versus Cobb preference. We like what we like, and for a few years at a time, uh, we get our fantasies front and center. Baywatch slash home improvement and the rise of Pam definitely was the start of that swing that included Ted's favorite, Rosie Perez. Then by the end of the decade, you had Paris uh, and the rail thin girl was coming back. Then girls got a little thicker over the decade. Uh, Then in the 2010s came and gym girls arrived. Hallelujah. Uh, Male and female gym rats take three to five years to reach their goals. So things were about to change going into 2019. 2020 threw us a real wrench in the works. So some of those gym rats put on the pounds and those are some nice thick curves. Uh, And others doubled down and Jesus, they got some crazy bodies and they're making bank on OnlyFans now plastic surgery is definitely on the rise. So 10 years from now, it might be a bit scary in 2028 when they need, uh, those touch-ups and can't afford them. Uh, F1 <laughs> first of all, that was a great rant. Uh, F-
2: <laughs>
1: it was. you guys want to talk about that before I go into the rest of it?
0: No, nah, he's right. I didn't even think about that. Nailed he's it. Changing their body types, right. It does take years. So like that makes sense. And plastic surgery is a huge part of it, right? Like, I and mean, even just tiny little things, right. But like, I feel like I don't know, like like there's a lot of women like I know they talk about like they get Botox and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that, that's definitely changing.
2: I, I don't yeah. want to slow down incoming emails because we have a whole segment about it. But that's the sort of detailed breakdown and analysis of like are we had no idea we were going to talk about that. You know, we're just talking in the mics on the spot. And then somebody else comes in, does a little bit of research, does a little bit of thinking. And is like, hey, got this to add great job on the first part of that email
1: (laughs) yeah honestly that's the kind of thing we stand for on this cast i will say (laughs) he's right he is an informed listener this guy knows what he's doing um okay (laughs) also i like how he spelled jesus j-a-y-s-u-s intentionally for emphasis jesus boys uh all right, F1 or Formula 1. My prediction is there won't be a midfield and the top five will only be split by 50 points. It's going to be a wild one and it may turn out that uh, Danny Ricardo and Canadians uh, are the bottom three drivers. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Danny, Rick, and Canadians are the bottom three drivers looking for new jobs next year. Uh, well, not Lance because his dad owns the team. And I'm on the TED train. Uh, shoot me in the dome. Make it a one and done. LARP. All right, LARP on Scott, the friendly IT guy. Uh, see you at the roast.
0: I mean, he's, he's exactly right, dude. Like I watched the race this weekend. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't look good for, uh, for my guy, Daniel Ricardo, and the uh, McLaren boys, like, but it is nice, like for won, one, but Ferrari's really good again. So it does look like there's a, like, like a real competition, right? Cause the last few years, right. It's just been all Lewis and then Red Bull. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, competition's good. That's what F1 wants, right? They got all these new eyes.
2: And yeah, they do have the new eyes. Is that Miami race
1: going forward?
0: Yeah, it's happening this year.
2: And wow. then it's going to be in Vegas. They're going to have a Vegas one. I saw that really like, go on public streets, including parts of the Strip.
0: That's I awesome. I haven't said I haven't seen that, but the 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 one in Miami is a street
1: race.
2: Wow, the Vegas!
1: I want to see Vegas would be That's fun to watch.
2: That. I get all the Google notifications about F one now, so I'm pretty. Vegas? I'm. Just,
0: Vegas would be awesome too. Cause there's so many hotels. Like, I mean,
1: you can see like, everything. Yeah. right.
0: You could just rent a room, make sure it's on the strip and just sit up there and watch the race.
1: Yeah. Ted, we could do that. That's what we I'm sh- saying. We like, should modern- do that.
0: Like, right? like other places it's super expensive to get like a hotel, like that looks over the their track, but I'm like Vegas, there's enough hotels. We could pull this yeah. off.
1: Every hotel looks over the track. Probably. God, yeah, that's I- awesome dude that's so doable i love all right nice man good find yeah hey boys uh greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land all All the way a few long years back i was injured and had to undergo reconstructive surgery on my ankle I wasn't able to do my normal job, so my employer assigned me to something else. I spent eight hours per day, alone in a confidential records vault, entering data into an Excel spreadsheet for four months. It was brutal, and I nearly went insane from boredom. That's when I found the podcast. The first episode I ever listened to was the episode uh, where you boys talked about your first ever Burning Man. Nice, boys. We're competing against data entry and spreadsheets.
2: Um, <laughs> what exciting <laughs>
1: Uh, I haven't missed an episode since. I also listen to uh, The Men's Room every day, either live or on the Audacity app. And I also never miss an episode of the Megacast. If an outsider ever took even a casual look at my life, they'd probably think I'm obsessed with the Ted Smith. And hell, boys, maybe I am. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I've never emailed before, but I wanted to let you know uh, what I think is a great song to scream along with from the Cobb Topic. Uh, Hopefully I spelled that right. Yes, you did, sir. Cobb with two Bs. Uh, Topic from two episodes back. Uh, That song for me is Blind by the band Korn. That song has so many great screamable moments, but for me, the intro is the best of them all. A funky bass, heavy, slow buildup that continues to build until Jonathan Davis screams, Are you ready? (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good one. That is actually, dude, I, as, I didn't know what he was talking about until I read that line. I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally remember that. Um, followed by an absolute sonic assault from the band. Um, I've seen Korn many times live, and every time they play that song, the crowd is so loud that it completely overpowers the band through the speakers. It gets me so effing hyped up every time I hear it. If I was a professional fighter or wrestler, it would absolutely be my walkout music. I love the uh, cop Topic, uh, as it's always something that encourages me to think and maybe even dredge up some old memories, which is awesome. If I may, can I propose the cop Topic? Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm, I got it. I'll use that as the cop Topic today. Uh, a- anyway, uh, keep up the good content, boys, and uh, hope to get to hang with you again sometime in another pain in the grass in the near future. Keep kicking ass. Cheers, your boy, Aaron.
0: Nice. That's good advice. Oh, yeah. And it's Odyssey.
1: Audacity, Odyssey, Odyssey, Odyssey. That is an interesting spelling for that word. Gotcha.
2: Yep. yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Message received. I'm an Odyssey putter.
0: <laughs> all right. God damn
1: it. <laughs> yeah, one more. One more. Good. Uh, scream out loud lyrics. Hello to the greatest podcast in all the land. All, all the, the land. land. Matt, get ready to hit F8 uh, or write down the timestamp on where to edit. I wanted to weigh in about lyrics to scream out loud to. One of the two I thought of is Killing in the Name of by Rage Against the Machine with the repeated phrase, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me, repeated 16 times. Hopefully, I'll get to see them next year in Tacoma with Run the Jewels. Dude, they're playing with Run the Jewels? That is, wow.
0: Yeah, Matt's buddy, like, I Venmoed him,
2: like, we had floor seats. Yeah, we still do. Yeah
1: oh my god that's gonna be sick boys nice pickup jesus that is that is a killer back-to-back different genres too wow that's a lot of crossover though with the fans about uh thank you ted for getting me into that band another one was blind by corn in the beginning when jonathan screams are you ready (laughs) Are (laughs) are you ready Uh, 28 years later that song is still so good you need to see their performance at woodstock 99 and when the band kicked in that wave of people jumping up and down was so insane i'll attach the video below in case anyone has ever seen it steve i haven't and i'll watch it as soon as we finish this ted top gun maverick is now scheduled to be released on may 27th and if you want to wait you should be streaming on paramount plus probably two or three months after it's released then again I don't work in the movie business, so don't take my word for it. Hi, Matt. Miss you, bud. And Devil's Hunt Me Down. Stevie, the Packers fan.
0: Stevie has good points. You know what? I mean, I can't even remember the last movie I saw in the movie theater. Either way, like Maverick Top or uh, Top Gun Maverick, I might go see that on the big screen. That's the way Top Gun should be enjoyed.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. If you're hitting me with like a, an F 22 and turning on the afterburners, like I want the real sound, you know? <laughs>
0: Oh, all right, well let's check in with uh, what's happening. Hey, guys.
1: what's good? What's mad?
0: Uh before we get to what's happening. Hey, hey, what's good? What's up, whoa check out with what's back? Hey, hey, what's good? What's mad? Uh before we get to what's happening. Hey, hey, what's good? What's up, Check out with what's back.
2: Yeah, uh I had a good weekend. Um we it's kind of relaxing uh and like productive with chores and stuff um yeah and then actually yeah it was but also yesterday i went to bed bath and beyond and i just got a couple of my little shelf rack things and man if you're a dude whose side of the counter is like if you just leave a wreck and you know you go get your girlfriend some organizational supplies that is like an underrated power move in a relationship boys like <laughs> that was <laughs> that was great so um yeah just got got some stuff handled and then uh, we went to there's a local stand up festival at a brewery on saturday that we checked out for man a few hours i mean it was going all day it was pretty crazy it, we it was already underway when we went, when we got there, I think it went from like two in the afternoon till 10. And, you know, all the comics are cracking jokes about how weird it is doing comedy in the daylight. And it's kind of weird to be an audience member in the daylight too, but it's still fun. We had a great time. Um, And yeah. So uh, there's, there's some funny comics in this town. Um, Met another black Republican. So shout out to George, but also, you know, (laughs) um, Yeah, there I ran into another cool guy uh, down here. Um, his name's actually Brandon. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, he's uh, it was great. But we had uh, made a couple of friends and we went to a show that was local there a couple of weeks ago. And all, you know, all the same comics were there. And so, yeah, just chatting with some people and having a good time laughing about comedy. Uh, most today, Saturday, Sunday played golf played All right. Um, but you know, yeah, just kind of relaxed and then came home and did all the chores that I was like, man, how does these, how do these weeks keep flying by? Like it's almost April already boys. Yeah.
0: It'll be, it'll be April. Right. End of this week.
2: Did did that sneak up on both you too?
0: Oh yeah. That's crazy. It's weird. January, February. Like I'm just like, where the hell do those two months go for real? Yeah, usually, those seem like the longest months.
2: Yeah, that's, I mean, hey, yeah, that's great if for Seattle, too. Like, I don't know. I mean, I love everybody up there and I'm just down here in the sunshine, but it's just like blurring by. So I'm glad to hear that that's the same case there. Cause yeah, I remember those two being long months. And so awesome. I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, work's going great, having a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah it's been a been a hell of a week so um yeah i'm just glad to you know know that there's a pretty good pretty good stand-up scene down here like i mean it's kind yeah. of that open mic level there's not a comedy club <laughs> it's like a legit comedy club
0: now and plus like you're so close to la <clears throat> like there's got to be a ton of talent in
1: that area
2: yeah yeah and and people drive back and forth and stuff but you know there's no actual comedy club but like pretty big names like andrew schultz and then bill burr was supposed to be two weeks before andrew schultz but then bill burr got covid and then he rescheduled to the same night as andrew schultz that was brutal but like the casinos here actually chris rock's gonna be here in a couple weeks i don't want to hear what he has to say (laughs) just don't hit him dude yeah no i mean i i want to go be a well-behaved audience member for him (laughs) like (laughs) <laughs> you know and uh yeah maybe other people won't want to sit in the front row get one of their tickets uh, <laughs> you can crack all jokes you want chris um, uh, no smack policy all
0: right uh let's see i forgot to mention this earlier you brought up april we won't have a podcast next week uh we got some time off so i'm not sure i'm gonna be home on when we tape this but then also because i have you two sitting here not this saturday but next saturday F1's in Australia. So for Matt and I, that's a Saturday night, 10 p.m. start.
1: Melbourne? Uh, wow. Is it in Melbourne? Probably not... the track was right by my house. All right, it's got it. That's got I don't... it. And do they have multiple races there? That's the only thing I didn't know. Oh. I know there's a track in Melbourne. I'm not sure.
0: I just was fired up. I was like, a 10 o'clock Saturday night? Like, that's awesome. Not this I, Saturday can, I can do stuff time? all during the day and then sitting on my couch, like, in.
2: Oh, yeah, oh. dude. And uh, go ahead, Matt. Oh, well, I was just thinking there'd be a sports bar with it on somewhere that we could go make friends at. But also like F1. Yeah,
1: that's a good point.
2: It's not, Honestly. Yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't know what F1 was. I'd never heard of it. And we were at our apartment in Melbourne and we just heard like the like we like that unmistakable sound of a formula one engine on practice laps on like that Thursday or Friday, whatever it was. And (laughs) Oh my God. So we were about three miles, I think from the track and it was still pretty loud. And so, uh, yeah, we went over and watched just a little bit of what was that? It wasn't even the like qualifying or anything like that. It was like when they're just kind of like, you know, getting the cars out of the Oh, it could have been F two or something too, but I don't know. It was just like, Yeah, it all kind of looked the same to me at that point. I wouldn't really know the difference, but it was impressive.
0: Yeah, and they, right, there is F2, and then there's also, uh, like, they have practice, like, Thursday and Friday. They have practice. then usually qualify on Saturday.
1: Yeah, that's what I was kind of just remembering, is I was like, honestly, I don't think at that point in my life I would know the difference between an F1 car and an F2 car, so I'm not really sure what I watched, but I know it was loud, and it was fast.
0: (laughs) All right, well, I guess it's about that
1: time.
2: Cob topic. Cob uh, topic.
1: All right. So I realize this now. Um, so this guy said, may I propose an Aaron topic? And he thought he was, I thought he was talking about me, but his name was actually Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. So this will be an Aaron topic. Um sure. not to be confused with my name, E-R-I-N. Um, but mutual respect either way. Uh okay, so um let's see. Um Do I have a lead up for this? Um, Oh, yes. I've been watching a lot of UFC on YouTube. uh, All about Patty the Batty, Pemberton. Um, I feel like he's just hot right now. And uh, what's the guy with the rainbow hair? I watch him a lot too. Uh, O'Malley. Um, He's good. There's a couple stars coming up. Um, But anyway, somehow some crazy transition. That got me to thinking, if I was in the UFC or a boxer, what would I want? my walkout music to be now as a quick aside, Mike Tyson used to come out to the sound of chains being dragged across the floor. I don't know that there's any more terrifying walkout music than that. That's like the guy whose last meal was a pack of cigarettes and a cup of black coffee. So anyway, the Aaron topic this week is if you were a professional fighter or wrestler, what would your walkout music be? Feel free to email us literally the word email at the with two E's podcast.com. I know we don't make it easy for you, boys.
0: I mean, mine's pretty easy as I did it once at the Emerald Queen Casino. Mine was shipping up to Boston. Uh, that it, yeah, Dropkick
1: Murphy's ship it up to Boston. Whoa. Just,
0: I mean, we train so much to just dropkick Murphy's that like we, we wouldn't listen to that song too much. But like we listen to their CDs, just warm out like training. So that that kind of was the song. But I will say this. I've seen a lot of, like, not a lot. I've probably seen seven UFCs in person. And sometimes it is spooky when somebody just comes out to a very slow song. You're just like, what the hell's up with this guy?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, think about that Mike Tyson, like, just hearing chains. Like, that's insane.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to think of a, of a curveball answer um, like that. But it would probably most likely be Destroy Everything by hate Hatebreed. That's such a Matt coke
1: answer. Destroy everything by hate breed. What are you gonna do? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, dude. That's perfect. Flawless. Flawless victory.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to like, I don't know, maybe maybe sitting on the dock of the bay by Otis Redding. Just something so slow, just to kind of mess with people's
1: heads. Just to throw them. Honestly. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, I don't know, ones that, because you you kind of want the whole crowd to know it, and get them on your side, but you also want it to be like something they haven't heard for a while and something they're going to sing along to. Like initially I was thinking, Queen, we will rock you, but it's just too soft, you know? Like the them stomping and clapping their hands would have been cool, but I feel like for me, Honestly, yeah, maybe rage against the machine. I don't know. Nothing jumps to mind. Yeah, I don't know. I got to take a pass on this one, boys. So it, was, it, was, it took enough of my remaining brain power from babysitting this dog to just try to have some sort of a backstory for that cop topic that I didn't know was coming. So maybe, that's it. That's maybe all I got. You
0: come out to who let the dogs out.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude, dude.
1: That's okay. That, that, so that song freak
2: me out. Not cop.
1: <laughs> yeah if, seriously if the dog stole a lot. Out, not in I the dishwasher to- <laughs> um, weirdly that song is about I always thought that was like a party song that song is about like dudes in the club like being super aggressive towards women and it, they're like basically like oh there was like a great vibe in the club whatever and then like somebody let the dogs out and it just like had a weird a weird energy in the club and it's like dudes just chasing after chicks <laughs>
0: Who let the dogs out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Little known fact. So the dogs is us boys. That's what I'm trying to say. And everyone who listens to this cast, I want to implicate everybody who's listening right now. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. So again, no show next week. We'll be back uh, the week after that. Uh, yeah. There we go. Think about your, uh, think about your lead up songs. We're going to come out and smack somebody too. Will Smith. Didn't even walk out to a song. He just walked on stage and hit him. All right.
1: From CTP, for Cobb, i Ted Smith, this is the podcast. Cheers.